Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! Happy Holidays, OTC listeners! Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is the like today! Really had that time where I can just like hold back the excitement because I don't want to blow your eardrums and whatever the case, but it is December 26, and you know, with the holidays, and I really wanted to record this December 24th, but Considering the fact that Wonder Woman 1984 just came out yesterday on HBO Max and in theaters near you, assuming it was open, I figured, you know what, let me take the time to watch the movie, review it, and then talk about it. Sure enough, my job calls me at the last minute, and they're like, oh yeah, nobody wants these overtime extra hours, so we thought you would take it. And of course, I'm like... Alright, well, you know, considering that holiday shopping has nearly left me for broke, most likely gotta do it, and now I gotta get paid. So it's as simple as that. So right now, it's Saturday, December 26th, and I just finished seeing Wonder Woman 1984. So, if for any reason I feel like jumbling all over my words, you understand why. Because normally what I like to do whenever I like to see a movie or watch it is organize my thoughts as clearly as humanly possible but this is a moment considering we're in the holidays and I'm in the Christmas spirit and give a little holiday cheer and whatever the case may be you know just jingle bells jingle bells and jingle all the way considering Christmas is already over I thought you know what barely any editing let me just be real let me just be myself Let me do what I do and what I do best. Talk to you, talk to the fans, talk to the people that have seen Wonder Woman, and don't worry, it'll be a spoiler-free review. So if you have not seen it yet or have not gone around to see it yet, you still have time. I won't spoil the important details, okay? So with that being said, let's get right down to it. This episode of the podcast gives a shout-out to you, the listeners, the fans, Every comic book fan that is out there for supporting me and have... Words cannot express how thankful I am to you. Like, words cannot express because, yeah, I may not be the greatest podcaster. I may not be, you know, as perfect or as knowledgeable. And sometimes I repeat my words. I know my flaws and I work on my flaws. But the fact that you're still around to listen to this and to tune in every week, twice a week for me to talk about whatever it is that I'm passionate about, whether it's Spider-Man, Batman, movies, news, games, whatever the case may be, the fact that you agree with it or you don't, but you ride with me with it, whether you like me or hate me or whichever the case, I am thankful. I am truly thankful for you, the listeners, which is why come next week, New Year's Eve, December 31st, I'm going to do episode, I believe it'll be 91 or 92, I'm I'm sure it's 92, because I do want to record a little something on episode 91 on Monday night, 
we are going to do a live, we're going to return back on a live podcast on Instagram, Mike Garcia VO, and I will give out free art that I've collected over the years. They're not my art, but it's art that I've collected over the years. There could be a comic book, there could be a game, it could be anything, and this is my way of giving back to you. It's my way of saying thank you. Now, how will the winners be chosen? It's simple. Talk to me. Hit me up. We can discuss something. You know, you could uh, tell me your favorite story. Maybe you can make me laugh. You know, you can make me laugh. Or, you know, if there's something that you personally want to share that I've said over, you know, the last few months that you agree upon or whichever the case may be. I like saying that, whichever the case may be. <laughs> whatever the case I I'll I'll figure out a way on how to uh you know specify it as best way I can. But that is my plan and hopefully nothing comes up to ruin that. So December 31st, New Year's Eve, mark your calendars down. We are going to do a live Instagram podcast. And I'm going to be giving away free art that I've collected that you may like. And if you don't like, you can give it to someone else. Maybe you know a guy, maybe you know a girl, maybe you know you you know someone. It could be a pop figure, it could be comic books, it could be art, it could be a metal print. No, not metal prints. I collect those things myself. I'm I'm very particular on metal prints. <laughs> but as I said, this is my way of giving back to you. As a way of saying thank you. Now, granted, there'll probably be like five winners, maybe. Well I'll I'll see directly in terms of what is going to happen but as I said it's my way of saying thank you and all you need to do once again hit me up on my Instagram maybe you can DM me maybe we can share stories or whatever give Spotify give my Spotify page a follow give my uh my, I was about to say Instagram my iTunes a subscribe subscribe follow share Let's continue to build this up as best you can. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Don't worry about shipping costs. Don't worry about any of that. Dude, I got you. You Gucci, my guys. You Gucci. All right? So that's the plan for next week. Shout out to you, the listeners, faithful fans. You are fucking awesome. Let's dive right into it. Wonder Woman 1984 spoiler-free review. That comes up. Right in a bit. If there is one word that I want to describe how this movie was, I would have to say fun. It was fun. It was enjoyable. See, normally when a lot of sequels take place right after the success of a first movie, it was probably because maybe due to sequelitis or maybe it's the fact that the movie did so well that they have to have another one and then a trilogy happens. Well... I didn't get the sense with this one. This one, I just focused on how fun it would be. Now, don't get me wrong. Like many others, I was very skeptical. 
I was very skeptical on the fact that if there is so much marketing that was going on, and believe me, there was so much marketing for this film, the trailers, and the fact that they would spoil the shit out of everything in new trailers, which is why, if you know me, know full well that I don't like to spoil myself after seeing one trailer. But then, I pushed all that aside, and I got on my bed, well, woke up this morning, got on my bed, turned on my PS4, watched it on HBO Max, and I paid attention. I listened, and I watched every single thing. Which is why, this is my quick review, as I said, it's spoiler free, and here I am. Here I am giving my thoughts about it. This movie was fun. This movie was enjoyable. Was it perfect like the first movie? Not really. But I can honestly say that the stakes were really high in this one as opposed to the first one. But then again, I I, I can't say that because normally whenever you see a film and the stakes are so high, it's usually one of two things. It's either humanity is at its lowest or the world is about to end, yada yada. It usually depicts on one of those two things. Because if you remember from the first movie, it details a lot of what happened or at least put our beloved character, Wonder Woman, Diana Prince, during World War I. This movie takes place towards the ending of the Cold War. So, you can actually see that there was a lot of similarities between both of them. Now, with this movie, it takes place in the 80s, 1984, which means the colorful, it's all bright colors and people are, the the setting really, really does take place during that. Bright colors, hip-hop music, or if that's, I, I was never born in the 80s, so I honestly wouldn't know if I'm mistake about this, then I do really apologize, but... If you remember seeing The Stranger Things, that's exactly what this movie entitles to, or at least makes you feel. It makes you feel that you're watching a full-length feature of Stranger Things without the aliens and without the, uh, you know, the other side or the dark world or whatever the hell they call it, the fucking monster. I don't know, it's been a while since I've seen the show. But anyway, as I said, this movie was fun and enjoyable. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman kills it in her role. And this movie was very heartfelt because it teaches you the message of the old cliche, be careful what you wish for. Every choice that human beings make has a consequence of its own, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it helps you or hurts you, whether it's a positive reinforcement or negative Every choice has its own consequence, and this movie depicts that beautifully. And it was a moment where I thought to myself, okay, I'm getting attached to these characters. I now understand why Chris Pine, his character Steve Trevor, came back. I understand why Kristen Wiig's character, I was about to say Barbara Keene, Barbara something, I don't fucking remember her last name, and the main antagonist, Max Lord, Played by the great Pedro Pascal. If you remember him with... Uh, fuck, what's his, what's his name from Game of Thrones? Fuck, I remember it, it, it's, it's in my mind. But he's from Game of Thrones. You know, the Prince of Dorne. Obata? No, Obata, Jesus Christ. Oberyn, fuck, yes. One of my favorite characters. And I can't believe I, bu- I 
forgot that name. I should shoot myself. I'm not going to shoot myself. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Jesus Christ. Oberyn from Game of Thrones. He played Oberyn from Game of Thrones. I liked him as the villain in this film. I really, really liked him. I believe it was the critical drinker or someone else that actually did say that he was like a carbon copy or this movie was trying to portray him as this version of Donald Trump. I kind of see the similarities, but it's not enough for me to make a big stink about it. You know, because Donald Trump, he's he's an essence in it of himself. I don't think there's anyone like him, as far as I know, that was that was portrayed in media. And if there was, maybe you can correct me on that. But I honestly don't remember. So no, I don't see him as this version of Donald Trump. I really don't. The movie takes place. And all of a sudden, if you've seen the trailers, Wonder Woman comes back. Something happens. She gets Chris Pine back. And everything goes basically well to shit. Because of certain choices that people make. Certain choices that characters make for their own reasons. And the thing about this movie is you can actually understand those reasons. You can sympathize with these characters in terms of why they did what they did. So, for one thing, if you remember from the first film, it was all about Wonder Woman being a fish out of water. Where we take her from her natural habitat, Themyscira, and put her in this new world during World War One, And Chris Pine basically shows her everything. Shows her how people are, shows her, you know, the culture, shows her how everything is. That she's not supposed to dress a certain way, she's not supposed to act a certain way. You know, picking up random babies, whatever, <laughs> if you remember that scene. But... There was a genuine likeness to them because they played each other very, very greatly. I was about to say very, very greatly. <laughs> they they have great chemistry together. In this movie, it's the exact opposite. Where Chris Pine is the fish out of water and Wonder Woman is the one that shows him around. Which, I have to admit, was a little cheesy, but it works. It works for the dynamic of these characters because, once again, they have such great chemistry together. When you get to the other characters, like Kristen Wiig's character as Barbara slash Cheetah, you know, eventually she becomes Cheetah. I'm not going to spoil how she becomes Cheetah, but you genuinely feel that there is a moment where there are a lot of women that can put themselves in her shoes. Someone that's lonely, someone that is awkward, someone that is, you know, not really popular, that envies others, or or maybe not envies others, but wishes so desperately to be like everyone else, or be like that great person, so they can become admired, and wanted, and needed, and things like that, so... I actually do see a lot of people relating to that in some way. I really, really do. Pedro Pascal's character as Max Lord. Classic villain where he believes that he's doing no wrong. And, you know, he just wants to make a difference. But then it takes a huge toll on him. And you see that trickling down, especially with the physical changes. Jesus Christ, Pedro Pascal's performance was awesome. Like, I really, bought, I really bought him into this character. There was a lot of comedic moments. Not 
some cringing moments. You know, again, I enjoyed it. I really, really did. And it was not a film where, first of all, for one thing, my fear subsided greatly where I thought it would be political. That it would focus on the politics of the world, which is why they was trying to do whatever they can to ensure that Wonder Woman 1984 would be released before the election results is hit. But it wasn't like that. I didn't see or I didn't feel anything political about this. I really didn't. And I think that's why I like this movie a lot more. Where it doesn't have to be political or doesn't have to involve feminism. It doesn't have to involve all these fucking words or masculinity or misogyny or whatever the case may be. No, it doesn't have to do with any of that. Pat Jenkins really truly essence, essence, she gives the essence of Wonder Woman to her to her to her well natural being if that makes any sense like she 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 show oh, sorry if my stomach is growling if that's why you're hearing those sounds she shows wonder woman in her natural state and she does very well with this character and one of the things that really really got to me about this entire film even though this takes place towards the ending of the cold war we see, probably for the first time in a long time, that we see humanity in its most extreme. And I think that was the part that completely surprised me in this entire film. As I said earlier, there is the moral message of be careful what you wish for. Every choice has its consequence. And if everyone pretty much be given what they've gotten, then the world will just fall apart. If you remember Bruce Almighty, you remember Bruce Almighty from, goddamn, like early 2000s or mid 2000s with Jim Carrey and Morgan Freeman? It's sort of related to that. If you remembered that movie, you can definitely picture this one. Now, in terms of the, um, you know, I mentioned all the pros, now let's get into the cons. The special effects or the visual effects were a little shoddy. But it wasn't shoddy enough allowed, well, how can I say this? It wasn't shoddy enough for me to complain about it. Or maybe if that is what I am doing, so to speak. I know why they put Cheetah at the ending or at least around the third act. And a lot of movies does this trick. Jeremy Johns actually pointed this out. And now that I've seen the movie, I can actually picture this very, very well. Movie studios or editors or whatever, they do this trick where if a CGI character for some odd reason does not come to par or is not as visual or is not as realistic as they can, they normally have a fight scene that deals with a CGI character during the dark. In the dark, whether it's nighttime or the lighting of the film or the color correction is become so dark where everything is like blue and black and dull, where you don't really notice those CGI spots. And I kind of noticed it. So that's what I have to say is the slight bummer of this film where the CGI was just, it was just eh. And the color correction of this film tried to hide that. Because for the first two acts, it was all bright colors. It was bright. It was bold. It was it, it popped. It was right in your face. 
but the third act was like, all right, let's mute it back because there's a fight scene and we're trying to hide on how not good the CGI is. But it was a good fight scene. I enjoyed this third act way much more than the third act from Wonder Woman. I'll tell you that. I can tell you that without a bat. Without a bat of eye. <laughs> without a bat of an eye. See, this is why we do editing, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we do editing. <laughs> Nevertheless, I did enjoy this film. And seeing humanity in its most extreme through the good times, as well as the dark dark bad times where a, if if there was a way that I can describe this if I could picture myself as maybe being a part of a war this would probably be the case and I'm not talking about you know picturing yourself as a character from like let's say the first Wonder Woman during World War One no I'm saying picture yourself as a natural citizen or a normal citizen during the times where the whole world goes to shit. And that's the best way that I can describe this film. Overall, everyone did a fantastic job. Gal Gadot, great as always as Diana Prince. There were some visual effects that were eh. But there's a scene where Trevor and Diana are in a plane. And it was probably one of the most gorgeous beautiful scenes that I've ever seen in terms of visuals in terms of color in terms of you know things that pop and explosions and things like that it was fucking beautiful Kristen Wiig her character is Cheetah you kind of know the sense of where this is going you you kind of know the sense Pedro Pascal once again his character is Max Lord great character very charismatic played the role beautifully do I see him as Donald Trump? Not really, but I can understand the comparisons. Overall, this movie was great. It was good. It was great. It's not perfect. It's not as great as the first one. But if you take the first two acts of Wonder Woman, the first movie, and you take the third act of this one, you have your perfect film. That's the best way that I can describe it. You have the perfect film. Now, where do we go from here? Do I think they're going to have a third movie? I think it was Gal Gadot or Patty Jenkins that actually did come out and say they don't know if they're going to make a third one. With how movie theaters is right now, with how, you know, for one thing, you can't, in a way, I understand they're doing it now, but you can't dump over $200 million of a production budget into a movie and then release it on a streaming service. Excuse me. <clears throat> You can't do that. You can't release it on a streaming service because, once again, and this goes back to what I was saying before, you're not going to make much of a profit off of it. So we're going to see within the next few months of whether they're going to have the green light to actually make a third film. Do I want to see a third film? Absolutely. When would the setting take place? I have no fucking clue. We went through World War One. We went through the ending of the Cold War, and now... I don't know, maybe they'll have something that deals with the millennium. I mean, who the, who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? Regardless, this movie was good. I do recommend it. If you shut off your brain, you know, if you don't pay attention to the naysayers, and you don't pay attention to, you know, the hardcore people, oh my god, this movie was atrocious, and this movie was a sham, or whatever, 
No. If I had to grade this movie, I would give it an eight out of ten. An eight out of ten. Like I'm I'm being I'm being fair. I'm being fair. I was gonna give it a seven point five, but I did enjoy it and I would watch it again with my girlfriend, with my family, with my friends. I would definitely enjoy it again. And now that we have access to it for 30 days on HBO Max, I can see it again anytime I want. So I would give it an eight an eight out of ten. Yeah, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten is good. And that's it. You know, I'm sorry if I was vague on a few things, but like I said, spoiler free. If you want to see the film, you can. It's right at your fingertips. And if you want to go to the theater experience, go to the theater experience. This is why we do edits, ladies and gentlemen. This is why we do edits. <laughs> if you want to do if you want to go to the movies and see it there, just take precaution and just be careful. That's all there is to it. That's all we have for this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast. Once again, You listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, whatever you want to talk about, you can hit me up, Mike Garcia VO, on Instagram or Twitter. I'm always on Twitter. You can hit me up, DM me. If you agree with me or not, if you want to be on the podcast, If you want to maybe promote something, if you want to show your work, your art, if you want to talk about something that you absolutely love, hey, I'm open ears, I'm always listening. And that's it. And that is it. Happy holidays. I know this is episode 90 where we're going to do a supervillain quote of the day, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You know, this... Maybe not your traditional podcast episode. I get it. But it's my way of being real. And I'm in a great mood. And maybe it was from me seeing the film. Or maybe it's because the ending of 2020 is literally a few days away. Or one week away to be exact. But I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm content. And we have a new year to look forward to. We have new stuff to look forward to. 2021, even though all of this will not be over by the time 2021 hits, I get that. But it's a new year, new goals. I, I'm not going to do that new year, new me bullshit. No, 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 no. Set your goals. Set your, set the stuff that you want to do. And by all means, move forward. If anything, just keep moving forward. So with that being said, once again, as a reminder, next week, New Year's Eve live podcast, I think what I'm going to do, in addition to the giveaway, what I want to do is a looking back of 2020. I've been thinking about this for a while. I'm like, you know what? Let's look back on 2020 on all the all the hilarious happenings and all the bullshit and all the good things and all the bad things. Or I wouldn't say all of them, but the ones that stuck out to me. The ones that affect me on a personal level and it could have affected you on a personal level too. In the world of comic books, movies, games, news, or whichever the case may be. So, if you're celebrating Christmas today or you're celebrating your Christmas weekend today, have fun. Have fun, 
don't drink too much or try not to get sick. Spend time with your family. Spend time with your friends or at least try to. And if you can't for whatever reason, if you feel trapped or you feel constricted and you don't want to leave home and you don't want to, you know, do any of that. And if you just need a friend, you just want someone to talk to. It doesn't have to be about comic books. It doesn't have to be about, you know, fictional characters. It doesn't have to be about any of that. I'm here for you. You know, I can be your new best friend. We could talk about anything you want to talk about, which is why on the live podcast, in addition to the looking back episode, I'm just going to share my thoughts, talk openly, you know, maybe pour myself out. It's going to be a good day. I see that. Now we come to a close. We have two episodes left. I believe two episodes left before the new year hits. So stay tuned Monday where we will talk more on all the news that happens in the world of comic book, movies, TV shows, games, whatever the case may be. That should be the slogan. Whatever the case may be. And always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. um, Happy Boxing Day. Um, Merry Christmas, if you're on a different time zone. Um, happy holidays, guys. Just, just happy holidays. Love you all, and thank you so much. Till next time, I'm done, I'm through, peace out.